Hello there, I'm Kiel Cerrone B. Maker, and on this episode of The Monday Mindset, we're going to discuss Love Involves Responsibility, Part 4. A lover is, then, constantly watching, listening, waiting, feeling, adjusting, readjusting, and changing. Dr. Leo. If two people grow apart in love, it is usually due to the fact that one or the other refuses to grow or change. Dr. Leo. When an individual refuses the art of living, they refuse to grow in love. For the art of living requires growth through self-actualization and attunement to one's personhood, allowing them to be fully functioning persons, growing in love. If an individual denies their garden, they are denying themselves. They have chosen the false self. They have chosen the weeds, thorns, and vines over the roses and tulips. As their garden begins to succumb to the false self, wilting and dying, so true is their will to thrive and be through the art of living. While their lovers' gardens thrive and flourish as they tend to their self-actualization, embracing fully the art of living, such beauty, care, and discipline reveals a fully functioning person within their garden. A garden that has no room for weeds, thorns, and vines. For this gardener is on a journey to master the art of living. There is no room for invasive relationships. Only sunshine and nutrients. Responsible love has at its universal core Man's humility. In the deepest sense, we all have a core to humanness. The greatest thing a man can be is a human being with the strength and the fratilities implied in the meaning. Without humility, there is no growth in love. You know, we live in a time now where humility has lost its meaning. It has been overgrown with ego and just selfishness, vindictiveness and cowardly behavior and actions. (laughs) I mean, I know I'm sounding a bit rough, but I think it needs to be heard and, and listened, you know. We can't grow in our ability to love ourselves or another or the world if we don't have humility. 
And yes, I, I know it is difficult right now. How can you love the world? Well, I mean, <laughs> there are plenty of things this world offers to us that should humble us. And I know we live in a strange time now where <laughs> the conspiracies are the reality. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whether you dive in the occult or the esoteric or the conspiracy, it seems to be all coming true. <laughs> but that should not distract us from our ability to be humble in such strange times. You know, we have to still be appreciative of the fact that, you know, we have the ability to experience life despite its turmoils, and I know that I am one who is very grateful. Um, the fact that I have a roof over my head, the fact that I have employment, um, the fact that I, I have a support system, you know, I, I don't take it for granted. And I don't I don't use it to my benefit, if that makes sense. I don't allow my ego or my selfish desires or aspirations to get in the way of the support system that has allowed me to thrive and and grow and at times butt heads, but it's, it, it's necessary for growth. And much of that, it can be due to, you know, my humility in myself and the world around me and those who I interact with in my personal universe. You know, I, I don't take it for granted. Any of the interactions that I have because I know that there is something to learn from it, um, even if it's mundane, but it's important to be humble even in those regards. You know, I, I'm so grateful and so appreciative of my ability to, you know, see the good in, in, in all, see the good in those and, and notice that, you know, my humility and my mindfulness and my ability to, you know, stay positive, even when I'm feeling down and to embrace people and, you know, bring a warm and welcoming, you know, atmosphere that it spreads and I can see other people's humility and, and their support and their appreciation, whether it's for me or for others. And, you know, it, it, you, it spreads. Humility can spread. <laughs> you know, it, it can actually be a very, you know, beneficial virus. <laughs> uh, you know, wave your tinfoil hats in the air for that one. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, what I'm saying is that, you know, you need humility in order to grow in your humanness, to 
be fully functioning. And it, it is a, you know, as it is, it's one of the many continuous education units in life is humility because there are going to be many times in, in your life where you're going to be tested on your humility. Can you maintain your humility, a.k.a. your humanness? <laughs> but, you know, we also have to remember that we're all human and, you know, we, we will all have a moment of weakness. And we all have to acknowledge our moment of weakness and do what we can to rectify it and um, move forward and hope that those in turn will accept and move forward and sell. And that comes with humility. You know, that's something that is lacking now is accountability and acknowledgement. And where we are all experiencing that far too often of people not holding themselves accountable for their actions and choices. You know, I'm very big on choice. You know, there is a positive and negative to every choice that you make in life. And you have to hold yourself accountable to it. And, you know, if you have to hold yourself accountable, you hold yourself accountable. If you celebrate, you can celebrate. Um, but we don't see that anymore. Um, people are not holding themselves accountable for their actions and their words and they're laying blame to others or creating excuses to hide behind, which is what cowards do. Cowards do not have humility for others. And we're seeing a lot of cowards in this world now. I think the, the pandemic and the lockdowns... Um, has really shown the true colors of many people by testing their resolve. And many have failed wholeheartedly or willingly <laughs> or unconsciously. And you're seeing the collapse of people's ability to have humility through accountability and acknowledgement. And... um. Maybe you can hear there is a bit of a tone in my voice because this is something that I have been dealing. It's been an ongoing issue personally in my life is dealing with individuals and their lack of accountability and acknowledgement for their mistakes and actions. And, you know, I don't take it personally. My, my tone is more in frustration of... Um, <laughs> of this continuously happening, but, but I also have to acknowledge the fact that it's happening everywhere. And I think that's also part of the, part of the frustration is that I'm, I'm tired of it happening everywhere and seeing, seeing it happen to other people that I care for and appreciate and value. Um, and I know that this is life in par for the course, but it's becoming so increasingly apparent. It just seems as if... <laughs> You know, you're, we've all seen to just keep on running into someone who has no self-awareness of their accountability and, and no humility or their humility is coded in an ego and self-centered motives and ambitions. And, you know, I, I don't, you know, like I said, I don't take anything personally um, unless it's a direct attack on me. But, you know. I don't take people's actions personally. 
because you know I, I I'm I'm learning now that people's actions are really a reflection of who they are. And like I always say, you know, you wait till someone shows you their true colors and you know who they really are. Um, and, you know, oftentimes and that can happen, you know, a, a couple months from now, a year from now, you know, or it, it could be 20 years from now. It could be a, a friend or a family member, you know, or, or even a lover. And, you know, when they show you their true colors you know, you can choose to paint that canvas or walk away. And the hardest thing is to walk away. Because in painting that canvas, you hope that you can change. But you, you can't change those colors. As much as you want to. You can't change those colors. I like that one. Man, I should write that down. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what, you know, I don't know how to, how else to say to explain it to you guys. Um, Man, what was that? Damn, I, I'm going to write that down. Y'all can just sit there and take a moment in that one. What, what what mark is this at? Is that the third? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that one when I do my listen through. Yeah, but whew, that was a good one. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> that was heavy, but I think you all can understand my sentiment. Excuse me. <clears throat> Some good, strong ginger tea. Yeah. But, you know, humility seems to be a dying breed. <laughs> a, um, you know, uh, what, what do they call endangered? It's an endangered <sighs> emotional ability. I don't know. <laughs> But you know, I, you know what I'm saying is, you know, these, you know, we have to as as we become more mindful in our in ourselves and 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 more mindful of our humility, we have to also, you know, pick and choose the canvases and colors we choose to paint with. And like I said, you know, sometimes people show you their true colors right off the bat, and you know. At that point, exit stage left, as I always say, <laughs> because, you know, you 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 have to keep in mind, you know, what about yourself? What about your emotional well-being? You know, you can paint with those colors, but, you know, are you going to be happy with the with the finished product? Because let's be honest, that product will never be finished. <laughs> You'll just keep on painting and painting. And. That's the problem with allowing individuals into your life who are not mindful of their humility, who are not people of accountability. 
you know, there's too many cowards running around in this world and, and you don't have to allow them in your life. Don't get me wrong, you're going to have to put up with plenty, but there are also times where you don't have to allow them into your life. And if you're at work, that's a whole different op, different story. You know, we're, we're always going to deal with cowards at work. You know, that is par for the course. But, you know, outside of work, you know, you can choose to not allow those type of people in your life. You already have to put up with them at work. You don't need to put up with them in your personal days. Um, and, you know, cowards will never change. And you'll always see who they are. They stick out like a sore thumb because they want to be. <laughs> they are the victims of their own story. The victims of their own creation, more likely, is the case. But, you know, those of us who pursue the art of living, we are not deterred by those types of individuals. For our humility is everlasting and always evolving and self-actualizing. For we understand the continuing education unit of humility is growth in our ability to love ourselves and the world around us and our personal universe. For without humility, there is no responsible love. And, you know, I think that coincides with everything that I was saying with in terms of cowards is that they don't have any responsibility in their love. For <laughs> cowards don't truly love anyone. They love themselves, but they don't love anyone else. And for gardeners as ourselves, we do not allow cowards into our garden for they are like weeds and thorns they overgrow they hurt they kill they subdue and subjugate and we do not need such individuals you gonna make it pops all right he's good <laughs> pablo is sneezing we don't need such individuals in our lives, you know, because we are responsible in our love. And at times, you know, as I said, we're human and we may be irresponsible, but we hold ourselves accountable. And that's what's most important. You know, without humility, there is no responsibility in love. There is no, res no growth in love. And responsible love needs humility for it. It is like nutrients. It's like fertilizer. <laughs> it's like taking a good shit. <laughs> and we need that. We, we all need a good shit. <laughs> and, you know, being responsible in, in your love is is fulfilling. There is a, a sense of pride and growth and excitement. I guess not really excitement, but pride and growth. Um, you know, especially when something doesn't work out in 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 love or you you experience a coward 
after ex, you know developing a chemistry and it turned out it was just a charade but you don't take it personally you mourn you feel disappointed but you are proud that you're able to move forward and you embrace the experiences the positive and the negative for they allow you to grow and even if it was bred from irresponsible love you learned your lesson and you move forward and that is what's key irresponsible love that is what is fruitful but we all have to take time to understand that and everyone learns differently you know we all learn our lessons in many different ways and sometimes it takes having to learn the hard way oftentimes it's the best way first round <laughs> second round you're you're more mindful but i think everyone needs to live life the hard way at least once in a very important milestone in their life because it it helps to paint that picture <laughs> it helps you to realize what paints you really want to draw with in color what type of canvas you want to be and without embracing our humility there is no love and and that means embracing your true self stop denying yourself and start holding yourself accountable it is probably the most important thing you can do in your journey is to embrace the true self because embracing your true self you you're you're then embracing absolute humility in your personhood and you're you're willing to set upon this journey and and move forward you know cuz we have to keep in mind that despite everything that's going on in the world you have to focus on your personal universe and i know that is damn near impossible at times in the state of the world whether it's the economy, the politics, you name it. But I I feel that if you are able to grow in your humility, be responsible in your love for yourself and for your personal universe, that type of energy can spread and and be embraced by others and whether you believe in that kind of stuff or not it's you can't deny being in a room full of happy people and and then you wind up 
winding yourself up being happy. You can't deny that. You can't deny those experiences. They're real. They've happened. So we need to understand that. Even if we do it for our own personal universe, that can spread into other people. You know, leading by example in your responsible love. And even for those who wrong you and hurt you, you can at least still hold your head held up high, knowing full well that you stay true to yourself, that you stay true to your responsibility in love. And no one can take that away from you. No matter how hard, no matter how hard they hurt you or try to, they can't take that away from you. They can't take away the art of living. Like I say, be ready to die to feel alive. <laughs> that is the art of living, isn't it? We live so we can prepare ourselves for the journey beyond. The next phase of our journey, as I call it. And I feel that the stronger you are in your responsibility in being human, the stronger your spirit becomes in the next phase of your journey. You know, light and dark go hand in hand in humility. There are moments where you will experience darkness, but you have to present humility, light. As I always say, kill them with kindness. And sometimes that is often the best case. And I guess that's kind of also what I mean with humility, that, you know, even in the darkest times, to find humility and responsibility and love is to find peace of mind, to find balance, to find humanness. And I know it seems like there isn't much of that left, but there's still you. And you still have the chance to fully embrace your humanness. No one can take that away from you. Not the government. Not the pharmaceuticals. Not the corporations. Not the military industrial complex. They can't take that away from you. They want to control it. They want to profit off of it. They want to monetize it. They want to exploit it. They want to militarize it, but they can't take it away from you because it's yours. Your humility is your humanity. And it's your responsibility. No one else's. 
And you can choose to give it up. But you must be willing to choose the consequences that come with it. You can't eat your cake and have it. The pharaohs proved that. As now we look at all of their treasures and museums, none of which went to heaven with them. But that's the great illusion of the ego, of the coward. And, you know, all the billionaires in the world, all those powerful people, they've lost their humility, their humanness. They're all cowards, parading as fully functioning beings, <laughs> an insult to the art of living. All those types of people should be lessons Will Smith is a prime example of that. We'll save that for another day. But these cowards, they do not have any control over you and do not look to them for lessons in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> they have proven to be great hypocrites in that regard. But that cannot... That cannot, and that will not, and should not stop you. There are people out there who have more honor, more values, more humanness than any of the oligarchies and elites in this world. You just have to look for them. Manifest them. By living life as a lesson learned through the art of living. There's nothing wrong with being a ronin. <clears throat> Excuse me. I should know myself. The art of living can sometimes be a lonely way. But there are those out there. You have to look. You have to want to find them. And I know right now it seems like a dying breed. So many parasites and invasive species running amok. Some of them are out there purposely to inhibit our ability to be fully functioning. Inhibit our ability to be responsible in love. Whether through music, social media, films... You name it, they got it. But I do not feel that all of us will be subjugated to such. There are plenty of people out there who are awake, plenty of people out there who are aware. It's just that their voices are not loud. 
Their voices do not speak because they are overshadowed by everything around them. And it's unfortunate, truly unfortunate. But hopefully, as time progresses, we will become self-aware of such situations. For love is only as strong or fragile as our humanity. <laughs> and I think, you know, that is what you're seeing so often right now is you're seeing the fragility of humanity, especially in this co country and the big old USA. But, you know, in the worldwide as well, you know, people's ability to love is becoming as fragile, <laughs> you know, as, you know, as a pawns. I don't know. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just so overwhelmingly crazy, I guess, <laughs> to see how, how fragile humanity has become. And to see people who you thought, you know, had a strong sense of love and morality are just decaying in front of you in real time. How many of us have seen that over the course of this pandemic of people's love just becoming fragile and deteriorating? Their humanness becoming vindictive and egotistical and self-centered. It's becoming so apparent. It's intoxicating. And there are people out there who are thriving in it. People out there who are monetizing it, capitalizing it. People out there who are trying to turn it into a lifestyle. I mean, how, how asinine is that? How disappointing is that? That people are trying to turn such behavior into into a way of life as to normalize it. And I, I, I don't know what led to such fragility in our humanness and our humility, but it is, you know, it's becoming taught. It's becoming accepted. And, and I'm not for it. I'm, I'm not for it. I'm, I'm seeing how it's hurting people. And, and hurting our way of life, our ability to grow, our ability to function as fully functioning people. People are, are denying themselves and, and falling for such false idols and way of life that it's becoming so detrimental. Uh, you know, it's affecting everything. And, you know, how many of these people People and lifestyles and cliques and what have you just have lost their ability to love themselves and are just have fully embraced such uh, the false self, false love, false comforts, false ideologies, false illusions. And, you know, I, 
I know that it's it's so infested. It's so overgrown throughout this entire world, and including in the West, especially in the U.S. And I'm I'm seeing a pattern of disillusionment and deterioration hand in hand. And I'm wondering how do we proceed? Because if we continue to become fragile in our ability to love and be human, I, I you know, <laughs> how, how long are we for as a species? <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound morbid or melancholy, but I'm also trying to sound a bit realistic because if we lose our responsibility and love, we are losing a part of what it means to be human. And I don't want to lose that. And it's sad to see communities and cultures and cliques and what have you just lose their humanity and, and just choose to live these false cowardly lifestyles of this self-centered, victimizing mentality. It's uh, it's disappointing, to say the least. But I feel that there is hope. And like I was saying earlier, that, you know, one individual who, you know, stays true to themselves, embraces the art of living, and, and demonstrates that, you know, through living life as a lesson learned, that can spread and inspire others. And... I think that is if we can maintain that hope and consistency within ourselves and discipline, others will follow suit, you know, and, and, and all we can do is, you know, show them the way and, and, and let them make their own decisions, show them by example. And, you know, if they seek advice, we show them our perspective and we let them make their own decisions. You can't tell anyone how to live their life. You can only show them the paths and perspectives to take. And the journey is theirs to make. Responsible love shares. In actuality, no man possesses anything but himself. Dr. Leo. An individual who embraces the art of living possesses the most valued treasure, themselves, Individuality blooming within fully functioning personhood values responsible love and shares said love as a flower from their very garden. They are disciplined and respect the love they share, knowing full well at times may not be reciprocated. For they not take it personally, for the beauty of their garden outweighs any pain afflicted. Whether storm, fury, or emotional unbalance, the individual will love responsibly. For loving responsibly is a key tenet in the art of living. For when an individual loves responsibly, they know that it is bigger than them, and so too possesses anything other than themselves, is to deny the true self, to deny the yourself, the ability to be, the ability to be a responsible human. 
Let me repeat that. For loving responsibly is a key tenet in the art of living. For when an individual loves responsibly, they know that it is bigger than them, and so too possesses anything other than themselves. It's to deny the true self, to deny yourself the ability to be, the ability to be a responsible human. Love is always an act of sharing. If one has love to give, he may import it to all in the world and he will still have the same love he started with. We never lose anything by sharing it, for nothing is ever solely ours to start with. In fact, love requires meaning only as it's shared. Dr. Leo. In the art of living, individuals never regret or rescind the love they have given. For the lessons learned in love strengthen their ability to be better lovers to themselves, the world, and those who inhabit their personal universe. For love is never lost, only received. For those who embrace the art of living, share in the beauty of being human. We are willing to share from the fruits of our garden and the hopes of birthing life and to those who find themselves amongst thorns and weeds. The art of living is a shared experience, for we are one of many, and many are one of you. Responsible love rises even beyond hope. In hope, man shows a deep respect and faith in man's ability to change a belief in the integrity of the universe and new beginnings inciting tomorrows. Hope is essential to man, for man is not yet brave enough to exist without it. Hope is a beginning. Love is forever. Dr. Leo. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support the Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media, on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at Ronin Art underscore music. And if you prefer to email Hit me up at themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. That's themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. And that is all lowercase. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Leave a comment and a review and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review, as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.
Welcome to Ronin Art and Music. I wish to introduce everyone to my new Teespring page where you can purchase designs featuring Ronin Art and Music, The Monday Mindset, or Ronin Thoughts. Head over to Teespring and search Ronin Art and Music, or head over to my Etsy page at Ronin Art and Music where you can purchase photography postcards, motivational postcards, and hard copies of my debut album, True Colors. If you enjoy the merchandise, products, or content created by Ronin Art and Music, please take time to subscribe to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. This is the best way to show continued support and join Clan Ronin, where you will have a hands-on impact on all things Ronin Art and Music. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.